so great. You know that you can never fully become a woman mm -hmm. if you're so good at science. Mm -hmm. Because, sorry, honey, but the science is pretty solid there. Unless something just completely changes in the next year, you're going to be a man forever, unfortunately. Ooh. Sorry. That's some fighting words. I know. I think that's illegal. I don't care. Arrest me. Take her away. Take me away. Guys, she's in here. Take her away. Welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the culturally and politically misunderstood lady, gent, etc. We are your hosts. <laughs> I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. And today we're going to be talking about annoying women. Mm -hmm. Just a few of them. And then some cool women. Mm -hmm. And then another woman who's not a woman at all. Mm -hmm. It's a man. <laughs> a very annoying one. It's Dylan Mulvaney. Yes. It's Dylan Mulvaney. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to kick it off with talking about one of the most annoying women ever. Yeah. Probably. I, I think that's fair to say. Potentially. Yeah. You guys should let us know who you think's the most annoying of the women we discussed today. Is it Nat? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. My husband writes in. It's Nat. Uh, <laughs> we'll yeah. kill him. Okay. Um, <laughs> we will not kill anyone. We will not kill anyone. No violence. No. Okay. Um, Only love. Speaking of violence, um, this dress that AOC wore. AOC is the, the woman. The woman. AOC, as you know, is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, who is known by her initials AOC. She's an American politician and activist and far left, far left communist socialist. I don't even know. But she but is she's a congresswoman. But she's rich, though. Well, yeah. She somehow is able to afford a Tesla. Mm -hmm. I can't afford a Tesla. No. Um, but anyway, as you maybe know, uh, last year in 2021, the Met Gala happened and she was invited. How I know. lovely. That First was, of all. Yeah. It's like 35 grand, I think, to attend. And she <sighs> yeah. was invited. And Plus her, the gown. Which apparently was lent to her. And for those of you who don't yeah, know. Yeah, but all of those gowns are lent to all of them. Yeah, right? I think some of them I get them custom made. Right. I'm not even Whatever. sure because I haven't been invited yet, so I can't really. We'll let you know next year. Yeah, we'll let you know because we did recently get an invitation. Yeah. Um, to All expenses paid. to be the um, ushers. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know the people in the back with the masks on. Yeah, that'll be us. That's so, gonna be us. So be sure to say hello if you're there. Anyway, AOC <laughs> wore this white gown and. In red text, it said um, "tax the rich" on mm. it, and um, which is hilarious. But not because, her, though. Well, and also, who is she hanging out with? Yeah, literally the richest, She's, wealthiest people. Yeah, in the world. Yeah. So there was some. Uh, I think it might have been in this article, but there were some really funny tweets about it, and one of them was like, and obviously the the obvious take is like, who, how hypocritical obviously. And then this one guy was like, what she did was she wanted to go to a fancy event and wear a fancy dress. And then in order to offset all that, she just slapped tax the risk, the, the rich on it. Yeah. It's clever. It's like super lazy, super but it's like, clever. That's, it's like, it's no more than that. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to look very far into it. She just wanted the, to go to the party. The dress kind of looked like. couldn't be seen there without making a scene. No, of course. And she loves to be the center of attention. I mean, we've seen that. Who doesn't? Countless times. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating her for no, that. No. Um, but the dress was also really ugly. I thought. Well, it's just like a wedding dress. Yeah, it's, it's like weird a... that she'd wear a wedding dress yeah. to the Met Gala. Yeah. I don't know. What's your, what's the, I don't know. Anyway, well, that's not why we're talking about her. No. And that's not the only reason why she's annoying. So no. apparently she's being investigated by uh, House Ethics Committee for her $35,000 Met Gala tickets while having the audacity to wear the Tax the Rich designer mm -hmm. dress at the event. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So uh, there's a statement here. Well, it's not a statement. It's from the article. Um, it says Representative uh, Ocasio-Cortez may have violated the House gift rule by accepting free admission for herself and boyfriend hmm. to the Met Gala event and receiving related gifts before, during, or after the event, including mm -hmm. the use of custom-designed dress, limousine service, the use of the Carlisle Hotel, professional hair and makeup services, and any other related good or service mm -hmm. is what the complaint against her said. Um, the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Ethics has stated that um, they say they put out a statement saying the committee notes that the mere fact of a referral or an extension of the mandatory disclosure of such an extension, blah, 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 name, blah, 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 <laughs> does not in, in itself indicate any violation has occurred. Basically, they're like, she's innocent until proven guilty. And so. she thinks that is well, she, she thinks she's innocent as well. She thinks that the case will be dismissed against course. her. But she also she's a pretty confident lady. So, mm. um, I mean, Obviously, conservatives are like, ha-ha! Yeah, but it's really not because she's going to get away with it because they always do. Yeah, they always she's do. a member of the squad. You yeah, know, she's got a lot of support, it seems, from the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. Although, yeah, I don't even know. She's just, she's so cringe. She's cringe. She's really cringe. A lot it's, of bad takes. It's just like she could have put out one of her, like, little snarky TikToks and been like, hey, guys, just want to let you know that, like, I was invited to this event and I decided to donate the money that I would have received to, to like, Planned Parenthood. Exactly. Like, like have so, like stand by your convictions. Yeah. Like, like but they don't know. have to. Like, that's that's the thing. This is why she's so annoying. Mm -hmm. She gets to practice. Like, she doesn't practice what she preaches. None mm -hmm. of these people do. Yeah. And yet, people still support her. I don't understand that aspect of it. Yet, she somehow still is able to win. You know, she's the representative for New York's 14th congr congressional district since 2019. That's like we're going on five I years. Know. She's very popular. She's very popular. She has like millions of social media followers. Of course, some of them are haters. You know, mm -hmm. I used to hate follow her. Yeah. Um, I hate follow Justin Trudeau. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I think you should follow the leader of your country on the most. Oh, I agree. Like if you're not yeah. doing that, then it's like you're closing your eyes. But anyways, yeah. that's a side note. Um, so it's just it's just interesting. The um, her team, her office put out a statement saying the congresswoman has always taken ethics incredibly seriously, refusing any donations from <laughs> lobbyists, corporations or other special interests. Um, sure. Maybe. I, d I doubt it. But yeah. I have no proof to the contrary. It's just she seems like a sketchy bee. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. Well, the thing is, anyone who likes to, you know, throw stones at the wealthy people and then hang out with them and get be all chummy in their mm -hmm. presence wearing an expensive gown at a thirty five thousand mm -hmm. dollar like event. That's just the ticket price. Yeah, like exactly. All the stuff like it, they said exactly. the hotel and the hair and the makeup. Like, plus, I wonder if the vehicle she used to get there was a gas guzzling vehicle. Oh, because I'm pretty sure she's pretty keen on her environmentalism, Miss mm -hmm. Tesla driver. Although maybe Although she got rid she of her. She returned her Tesla. Right, or got rid of it allegedly because she hates free speech or something. Right. Anyways, okay. Well, yeah. Whatever. She's she's annoying, but she's I don't annoying. know. Maybe she's not the most annoying. We got another one for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so, Chloe Kardashian was like. This is barely news, but she's just so annoying. <laughs> she's so she's annoying. So annoying. She's like, guys, I'm 123 pounds, and I was lift, like pulling over a hundred pounds, and it's like, I looked into it. Apparently, um, that's not that crazy. Like, really? So it says to optimize your health, uh, the health of your body, you should be able to squat and deadlift 1.5 times your body weight. Yeah, I mean, I do that all the time. Well, like, <laughs> I, it's so she was pulling it. Like that's it's really not that big a deal, and, and Daily not, Mail is such a rag. 
I, I'm, I'm a huge Daily Mail fan myself. They report on everything, um, quite literally everything. My issue with it is like, I don't care how many pounds you weigh. And also you're like super tall. It's so easy for really tall people to be like, I weigh one pound. It's like, yeah, okay. Some of us are, you know, a little bit challenged in the height area. I mean, I'll never, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I think if you're taller, you'd weigh more. I don't know because you're, more... your weight's distributed more. Distributed no, you're, you're gonna more weigh evenly. more if you're taller. You yeah, more bones. No, I get that, but I just mean it's easier to look slender. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. your weight is yes, more that's evenly. For, that's for sure. Spread out and throughout your body. My thing here is like, why does the Daily Mail write so many articles about the Kardashians? Because they know it generates clicks. So that's the thing. I looked into it, and apparently there are two main theories. One is that the Daily Mail gets paid by the Kardashians to to write these articles, and then other people are saying it's because the Kardashians produce clicks. But my question is. If that was the reason, why would all the articles be so positive? Like, they're the worst. They write terrible things about Meghan Markle, who, yeah, is also annoying. Very annoying. But it's just so weird. It's, I, I know this is going off topic a little bit, but I'm just like, why do yeah. they get so much positive attention from the Daily Mail? Like, there can be, like, five articles in a day about that family. And it's like, like, Kim Kardashian glows in her slender. Well, they are also the whatever. most, like, famous family in the world, arguably. I know, but... but wouldn't there be negative articles too? I find that there there like can be sometimes. Really? Okay. But yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay attention to it. Well, um, that's that it, good. It is a good point. It is a good point. It's a good point. My my issue with this though is that Chloe always complains on her show, The Kardashians, how she's so anxious on social media and all the haters, and she hates being in the spotlight and she hates attention. Then it's like you're clearly <laughs> posting yeah. this for attention. Like yeah. I don't give a shit. How much you weigh, Chloe? You're a mom. Like I want to, I want to hear about how much you love your kid or something. Yeah. I don't even want to hear from you at all, frankly. But if I have to, I would love it to be about you know maybe parenting or like mm -hmm. something fruitful. Maybe some of the cool work you're doing with your clothing brand. You know, I don't know no. something. She's but, like, I'm so skinny, but yeah. like so strong. It's like it's, shut up. I yeah, don't care. You know, you know how easy it is for rich people like you to be skinny. You literally have 24 hour help. You don't even have to raise your kid you technically. Well, clearly you can't because of those nails. Right. Like their nails are like That's this true. long and they're like, you're changing a baby, an infant baby diaper yeah. with those? I love you, honey. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands, yeah. on your face. Time for your first haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's no. so annoying. And I deem her annoying. I think so too. She's annoying. pretty annoying. And also if she's so strong, don't you gain more weight technically when you have yeah. more so, muscle mass? So she has even, like that's, oh my God, she's even skinnier because muscle is more than fat. It's just so annoying. The whole thing is so annoying. It's just super annoying and you set such a terrible example for women, including terrible. your own daughter. Your daughter. Your own daughter. She doesn't care how much you weigh. No. She just cares that you're around, Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Annoying. This woman is not annoying to me. No, me either. But the article is annoying because <laughs> it's, so this is from the New York Post. Also a rank. Um, I Kate, love them. <laughs> we do read them a lot. Kate Winslet says, my agent was asked about my weight when I was young. Mm -hmm. um, so this, I mean, I don't have much to say on this other than the fact that when she was young, uh, her agent would constantly get calls from producers asking like, what, what is her weight? And it's like, shut up. The, the people that are annoying are the producers. Shut up. She's beautiful and talented. She's so beautiful. Shut up. I mean, I agree. I, to, to kind of just, just to be the devil's advocate. You can disagree with it's me. Not, it's okay. I'll beat you later about no, it. No. So the thing just is, me. the thing she does, she beats me behind the scenes. Um, she's going to be a really good mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> it is a joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
It's a joke. She's a great mom. <laughs> anyway, okay, we're uh, we're getting silly here yeah. today. But technically, when you're an actor, you are like they they do have a right to know your weight. Like they need yeah, to know what no, you weigh. Right. When right. first Just of all, like getting on a like a small aircraft, right? It's like when you how do you look next to someone? How do clothes fit you? I don't know. There's so many things for them to consider. The camera does add ten pounds. Kat and I are so much skinnier in real life than we are on the show. You guys, yeah, I'm not even pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do I do appreciate her kind of coming out because she has been one of those women in Hollywood where she's never really conformed to that like anorexic skinny. And I've wow. always I've always appreciated that I about too, her. And that's the, the the thing about this is why it's so sad. And we'll talk about this in terms of like Hillary Duff and other people. Yeah. And Je- Jennifer Lawrence. I think we should skip to the J- Jennifer Lawrence one next. Yeah, I agree. So it's kind of relevant. It's re- yeah. Relevant. But it's like the fact that that's news like, oh, my God, I didn't I wasn't a bone rack. I know when not everyone can be as skinny as yeah that. not all of us are built like that yeah it's it's okay it's it's it not your be, fault that you're not as skinny as us kate winslet exactly it shouldn't be news no and, and yet it is and, and that's annoying well it's true and i also think it's important for people to just start recognizing that everybody has a different body like you can't be skinny like somebody else you have no. your own figure your own structure and that's fine like just try to be the healthiest version of you yeah and you we're know? not talking about being lizzo no, like no that that is that is not that is not God given. That is not the that is self inflicted. That's no, that's a disease. She could lose weight. Yeah, she should lose weight. Yeah. And um, speaking of which, we have this article from BuzzFeed about Jennifer Lawrence said her weight was the biggest conversation when she was cast in Hunger Games and explained why she refused to diet for the part. So at first, I was like, yeah, like you tell him, girl. But then I read it, and it was like. With such a focus on how Katniss would look on screen, Jennifer recalled discussions about her body and whether it would be necessary for her to lose weight in order to play a character who had been who had grown up fighting starvation. Yeah. So maybe. I also agree with her, I think. So I, I get what you mean She's because she is supposed to be starving, but also it's a it's a book series for children. It's a series for kids. And the fact that she was. That's a good point. The, the fact that she was like, no, I want to, like, she has, there's a quote here. Let me find it. Sorry. Give me one sec. We'll give her a second. And while she's doing that, I'm just going to point out, though, that actors lose weight for roles all the time. They do. And I I, I think that that's something that should not continue in Hollywood. I'm kind of but against it. But if it, no, but if it's part of the story. Yeah. Like, like if Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman in The Black Swan. Yeah. If you have cancer in... Like if your character has cancer, yes, exactly. or if you're Christian or if you're, Bale in The Machinist lost sixty three pounds, right? Or Matthew McConaughey like, in um, uh, Dallas Buyers yes, Club exactly. he had AIDS, stuff exactly. like that. Anne totally. Hathaway for Le- Les Mis, she was starving to death. Yeah, so it makes sense. But I hear what you say. You say tell us the quote. Tell okay, the quote. so she said the Hunger Games was an awesome responsibility. I mean, those books were huge, and I knew the audience was children, and there were so many different opinions on what this action figure for children was going to look like. Um, so despite facing pressure from executives to lose weight, Jennifer emphasized that dieting simply wasn't something she was willing to do, if not for her sake, then for the benefit of her young fan base. That's fair. I think that's very responsible. That's a, that's a fair point because it is a movie for children. Like, Les Mis is not. No, and I would just like to say, as someone who suffers 
from like body dysmorphia to an extent. When I was young, I was a teenager when this came out and I remember seeing her because I wanted to be an actor at the time. And I thought it was very powerful that she, like she is a beautiful woman. She is. She's a beautiful figure. She is skinny, but she yeah, looks strong. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I felt the exact same way. I was like, wow, like yeah. she's so beautiful, but also looks like a human being. Yeah, like she has curves. She has yeah. a, a female figure, yeah. like, you know, and, and I, I, I appreciate I that. totally agree with you. And I hate when there's these super super skinny women who are playing like action heroes yeah like, and it's like you can't even lift a cup full of water exactly like, and you're so and, malnourished and just for those who don't know hunger games is like a gay it's a book series where basically it's very dystopian and they they choose kids choose their names out of a hat and they have to go and kill each other and then someone wins anyway katniss ends up winning but how could i believe Spoiler. that katniss was able to <laughs> win the hunger games and kill big strong men yeah. and other people if if she's this weak little yeah. duck no, like she had sense. to be strong enough to yeah you know kill someone yeah she she doesn't actually ever physically kill them she's a spoiler she's now. an archer so she goes but you gotta be strong you gotta be strong yeah. to be an archer because well, we actually did it yeah it's hard it's so hard Matt got a bullseye yes i did i did not um i'm very strong though not everyone has this she she's strength she's tiny but mighty yes thank you so much okay anyway um i yeah yeah that's um, Jennifer Lawrence. What else, else we got? Should we, talk about? should we talk about Hillary Duff? Yeah, let's talk about Hill, Hillary Duff. Hill Duff. Who so, is just so beautiful. Yeah, so there's this really annoying thing that happened where... So Hillary Duff is 35 now, former oh, Disney gosh. star. Send her to the morgue. Exactly. And people are like... So she was on the cover of something recently? Uh, yeah, it was like Australian Health. Yeah. Mm. Um... Yeah, Australian health yeah, or something so like that. Yeah, so there's this picture of her and she's looking fit and healthy and people are like, oh my God, she looks so good for 35. Mm -hmm. And as a 33-year-old, I was extremely triggered by this <laughs> because like, what are we, dead? Yeah. You're, you no, reach after, 29 and you're dead. After 30, women don't exist anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it just, with all this stuff with Balenciaga and like pedophilia, it's like, no wonder. No wonder everyone's a freaking pedo. Because we're <laughs> literally putting women out to pasture who are still gorgeous and fertile. Like, well, and I mean, no wonder people like Ariana Grande are infantilizing themselves, running exactly. around looking like babies. Like because, little babies. Because otherwise, you look like you're considered an old hag. Exactly. And no wonder everyone's plasticking their face and getting facelifts. And, and because it's like, even Kim Kardashian, who's 42, it's like, She's trying to look 18. Yeah. The way she dresses and the way she carries herself, it's like you can't because I get it. Because people are like, oh my God, well, there's 35, so much pressure. 35 and yeah. she still looks good and strong. She can still walk without a cane. No, exactly. Crazy. And although men do face pressure in Hollywood too, and we have an episode coming out where we talk about this in the coming months. So just stay tuned for that. Steroids. But, right, exactly. Um, it's different for women. There's so much more pressure. I mean, Hillary Duff's an old hag, but Brad Pitt is still yeah. smoking hot. Oh, he's sexiest so hot. man yeah, alive. Still so, so hot. Men are allowed to parade around with a bunch of they're gray hair. They're allowed to naturally and, age. Yeah, exactly. And they're can still considered the hottest people on the planet. Mm -hmm. But if you're a woman, oh, new, 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 new. No, we need to always constantly look for the next hot new young yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's really unfair. It's unfair. It's disgusting, and I hate it. And it's annoying. It is. And I, I really appreciate that Hillary Duff is someone who's kind of also not fitting the norm of what women are supposed to look like in Hollywood mm -hmm. in terms of her figure too. She's all about being strong I and she's a mom. Moms need to be able to carry their kids. They need to be able to keep up with their kids. They need to be strong. What? Like they can't just be, sorry. They can't just be these like weak little things that- <laughs> Don't you know, have help for that? I'm I'm sure she does have help for that, but even I so. Will. Yes. You know, I, 
I just appreciate that she's setting a good example, especially because yeah. growing up she did suffer from an eating disorder. Yeah, because she again she had a human body. Yeah. And people always called her fat, I remember. Yeah, when she was on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, like, sorry, she's not underweight. Like, not everyone is going to have, again, a tiny, tiny, skinny frame and be yeah, like... it's called bones. You can't you can't be and smaller than your bones. Like, she was never obese or fat. No. It's just disgusting. So, you know what? Good for you, Hilary Duff. You're not annoying. Yeah. That's... Oh, also, too, just an on, on that, though, she's 35, whatever. You're 33. 33. She, these women like her and Khloe Kardashian and Jennifer Lawrence and all these women who were like, they look great for their age. They also have so much help. Mm -hmm. Hilary Duff is super rich. Yeah. She's probably has nannies. Yeah. It's and a not, trainer. Like, exactly. Who has a trainer? Exactly. Her life is very easy. It's very easy for these women to look like that at mm -hmm. 35. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. I know. That's a, that's That makes it double annoying. Yeah. Because they're like, wow, she looks so good at 35. It's like, that's not old. And she has help. Yeah. Double like, annoying. So much help. So I'll check back when I'm 35 and I look like I'm 55 from the stress of living under Justin Trudeau's, okay? <laughs> so check back in a few yes, years. We'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be great. We'll see. Okay. Um, what else do we got Who here? Who else is annoying? Um, well, there's that article about lip filler. Yeah, we can talk about that quickly. Just touch on it. Just We'll, we'll just touch on it. There's this article from Evie Magazine. Do men find lip filler attractive? I asked guys in my life, here's what they said. It really didn't get to the point no it didn't so i thought we could just talk about what we think about this instead yes. because first of all i don't really care if a man thinks a lip filler is attractive i'm doing it for me if i want to do it like i think that there i i understand wanting to look attractive for the opposite sex i mean i'm married now so i totally want to look attractive for my husband but if that's something that makes me content with myself mm -hmm. whatever i should yeah. be allowed to do it and i shouldn't do it for a man no offense guys no <laughs> controversial but um but the thing is, is a lot of the things that we do are to look attractive. And maybe it's not just for men, but it's also yeah. for other women. It's true. And I dress in a way that only appeals to women. Yes. I dress so that I'm an optical illusion and you can't tell how fat I am. That's my new thing now. Ooh, where is she? You don't know. Ooh, She's yeesh. invisible. Yes. Um, but I think the funniest part about all this, like, lip filler, how do men feel about it, is I I saw it like, uh, what's her name? The, the uh, Brittany Martinez. Or Evie Magazine. Brittany Martinez owns Evie Magazine. It was either her account or Evie's account on Twitter. They they posted this and asked, do men find lip filler attractive? Mm -hmm. And like all most all the comments were like, no, natural is better. Natural is better. But I'm like, you guys wouldn't be able to pick out a good lip. Like you don't know. You don't notice good lip fillers. They could point. only tell if it's bad. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want her to look botched? No, she probably doesn't want to look botched either. Some, some girls have, again, body dysmorphia or they want to look like sex dolls or whatever that's a whole other category we're not even talking about them mm -hmm. like obviously that looks freakish no one's arguing that yeah um but good lip filler good botox you can't you tell. cannot tell yeah so men are let like, alone a man I know, a I'm man's like, so not gonna stupid. notice that like sebastian doesn't even notice when i get my hair done no my so. husband i told you this earlier i was yeah. like oh, i'm going to get my hair dyed he's like isn't your hair already dyed? It's <laughs> like, yeah. You got to keep doing you it, honey. Do it yeah. yeah, you got to so keep going back. Sweet kid. Um, yeah. The point is, is like, you don't notice good. So all these guys could be dating women with lip filler and, and Botox and, and be like, oh, she's all natural, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't know. You're stupid. You're cute, but you're stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So that's that. That's, that's And I don't know what's annoying about that. It just is. 
I don't know. It's just annoying because sometimes Evie writes annoying articles. Yeah. Even though I love them so much. I do love them. I just. But it's like, who cares? Yeah, it really doesn't matter. But we should be more concerned about why women are so insecure they think they need lip fillers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's more of a better angle. Maybe talk about why it's not okay to have regular sized lips. Yeah. Like, let's normalize thin lips, please, for the love of God. All sorts of shapes and sizes of faces. Yeah. Different noses, different eyes. Different eyebrows. The eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone has thick, bushy eyebrows and big lips and a yeah, tiny I think nose. we should just stop making things trendy yeah. when it comes to physical appearances. Exactly. But exactly. Like maybe gloss or matte. Mm-hmm. Gloss is coming back. Remember yeah. when gloss was out forever? It's true. And now gloss is back or and like, I love it. Or, or you know, dewy skin. Polish. Dewy skin. Yeah. I mean, I, skin or- I like that one because I have oily skin. So I want glazed donuts in. I'll take it. Exactly. You know? But when it's like, oh. Big butts, little noses. It's like you can't change that unless you have a ton of money yeah. and you shouldn't be doing that because it's bad for you. Yeah. And you'll see that in the episode that we talk about all yes. of that. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, yeah. y'all. So stay tuned for okay. the new year. Woo-hoo! Anyway, moving on to um, something sad. Yeah. So Shania Twain, many of you know Shania Twain. She's beloved. Beloved, beloved. Canadian export. So apparently. National treasure. She's a national treasure, but she but didn't. She lives in Switzerland. So. Yes. Well. We got it. We well, all, we, she, all really, we could. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Anyway, so she didn't always feel like a woman, uh, and she recalls the abuse that made her uncomfortable being a girl. So, um, in a recent interview with the Times promoting her new Netflix documentary, documentary Shania Twain, not just a girl, opened up about how growing up she was terrified to be a girl, and that she had has had to fight, has had the fight of her life to even be a woman at all. Mm. So she was abused sexually by her stepfather growing up. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. And sexually and physically yeah um, and so. she was super poor yeah i and i guess and her had, parents died in a car crash and then she had to take care of her family yeah. so yeah. whoa yeah so she had to grow up really fast and one of the things i found most disturbing from that interview was they said when she was eight her mother would take her to sing on stage in bars which she couldn't legally do until they stopped serving alcohol at midnight so she was eight years really old late yeah. And then she'd have to go to school the next day. Yeah. And she was singing in smoky bars with gross men. Like um, gawking at her. Exactly. So that added to stuff. And then when she was 14, she started working at McDonald's so that she, because she wasn't paid for any of that singing that she got. Yeah. Maybe her mom was, who knows. But any, I don't know. But her mother doesn't sound like a friggin' peach. No. For putting her eight-year-old daughter in a smoky bar. Like waking her up in the middle of the night to go sing. Come, honey. Let's go go dance around. I know. I'm surprised. I'm so Um, surprised as well. Anyways, when she was 14, she started working at McDonald's and she was happy to have a little extra cash. And she said she was happy to have a, a, she could eat a double quarter pounder regularly because she, their family was so poor. They didn't have a lot of food. Yeah. And then she goes home and gets sexually and physically abused by her stepdad. Yeah. And then she ended up even going so as far as to binding her chest because mm-hmm. she didn't, she was super uncomfortable with her breasts, which sounds super familiar, guys. It sounds like a lot of women, young teenage girls who are going through puberty who are uncomfortable with their body. And interestingly enough, a lot of people who have detransitioned, uh, so they transitioned to be a boy and then detransitioned back to be a, a, being a girl, have talked about how they were uncomfortable with their changing bodies, with their mm-hmm. developing bodies when they were kids. And that's part of the reason because they didn't, that's part of the reason why they transitioned because they were sick of being sexualized or stared at or, you know, just assaulted mm-hmm. by men with their eyes or even physically. Yeah. I had the tiniest boobs, but I remember <laughs> once I had a shirt that was tight and I wore it to school and like the boys who were my age and it wasn't pedoey, but everyone's like, oh, like look at Kat's boobs. And I was like, this is horrible. so uncomfortable. This is horrible. Yeah. Never wearing this shirt again. And it wasn't even like 
none of it was sexual. It was just like, have you tiny little boobies? No. And it was like, even that for me, being like a nerdy, gross little kid, like a lanky nerd, was still too much. No, it was super uncomfortable when even my uh, friends yeah. like were talking, like, you got boobs. And yeah. you're like, ah! You're like, kill me! You're like, I want to die. So, yeah. but it's just why this story is so powerful um, is not only that she was able to overcome, um, you know, the abuse and the sexual abuse and become such a strong figure in Canada and mm -hmm. in the world. And she's a great singer. I love her music. But mm -hmm. this just speaks to how in, like we, kids change their minds. They can they can overcome their body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. They can grow out of it with proper help or or whatever it is. I guess she was like, this is a miracle situation. Yeah, how lucky. she clearly didn't get proper help. No, but how lucky is she that she was able to come out unscathed yeah. by the evils of gender ideology? Exactly. Thank God. We wouldn't have Shania Twain. I know. We wouldn't have her. What? Yeah. Um, the song would be, man, I feel like a man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess you feel like a man, honey, but you'll never really be yeah. one. And I think um, maybe a critic of ours would argue that, oh, well, it's just because the like gender ideology wasn't a thing back then. And maybe if, if she was you know, in affirmed, affirmed she would have, but it's like, but look at her now. I don't think she's standing here now as a gorgeous woman living with her husband in Switzerland saying, Oh, I wish I was a man. Yeah. I should have transitioned all those years ago. Like maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't think so. I think she's I probably think happy because she's gorgeous. Yeah. And successful and successful. Like she's one of the greatest country singers of all time. Yeah. So apparently she's one of the, um, most successful musicians of all time, not mm -hmm. even in any genre, right. not even country. Exactly. And and it's so lovely for a woman to come out and say, hey, I love being a woman. I'm so, I like embracing femininity is so important. And I love that she's using her platform to talk about that too. She even said something about this one. Oh yes. Uh, thankfully in her twenties, according to the times, she found her confidence, adding that she hopes young girls can learn how to exude confidence. Mm -hmm. I think she's such a good role model for she young is. girls. It's so great. Yeah. We talk about this endlessly on the show. There's a clear attack on little girls in mm -hmm. our society. And it's, it's great that someone with a platform like hers is speaking out about how she loves being a woman. You know, when you said that there's an attack on little girls, it's like, you know how like weak people pick on weaker people. Mm -hmm. It's like you people are picking on little girls. Yeah. Like how it's so how sick. weak are people that yeah. that's who you're you're so right. It's, it's so wicked. It's disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, there's also another quote here about how fashion helped her find her confidence. That's cool. We love a little bit of fashion. We do. Um she said I on the topic of fashion, she said, I could speak and tell a story about myself by the way I moved, my body, the drape of the fabrics, the colors, where the focus was. And I love that about fashion, the fun of it, the expression. I was never an exhibitionist for the sake of it. Like saying, you know, look at my tits. It really, uh, it was really me coming into myself. It was a metamorphosis of sorts. That's beautiful. Yeah. Love that. I love that for her. Me too. And the pictures in that article from wherever... We're so gorgeous. Yeah, she's oh so God. beautiful. She yeah. looks at just the clothes and her style and her confidence. Yeah. Doesn't look forced. She's no. just chilling. I love it. So you can grow up and be comfortable in the skin you were born in. Yeah, but they don't want you to know that, especially the people at American Girl. No. No. Why no. would why would American girl be pro girl? <sighs> so yeah, you guys, American Girls Accused of Gaslighting Children with a book about gender identity and transitioning. And I, you're, to your 
point. How can you call yourself American girl and then want your customers to transition to boys? They're not going to buy your dolls anymore no. if they become little burrs. No. So um, some of the points from there's another article from the Daily Mail that talks about this. Um, some of the points are, uh, yeah. So it says it's called a Smart Girl's Guide to Body Image. Uh, and it gives advice to girls as young as three on how to change their gender by asking doctors for puberty blockers. I think there's a word for that. I grooming. Think, I think it's grooming. Are we allowed to say that word? I don't, I don't know, but we're going to say it. What if it's it. just, I'm just literally talking about it. It's grooming. It's just good grooming. It's just, we're brushing our hair grooming. for those of you listening yeah, we're brushing to the podcast. We so. always have hairbrushes on set with us. You never know. You never know. Um, um, but I had a point. Yes, let's um, hear it. So remember when they used to say gender's a construct? Mm-hmm. So why the heck would you need puberty blockers to change a construct? Hmm. And and they used to say sex and gender are different. Hmm. But now you call it male to female and female to male. Mm -hmm. So they're the same. Which means there's only when two did, genders. When did that? Exactly. Which and then what's non-binary? There's a binary because you're saying. Well, Kat, you're non-binary. So you're going to have to explain that to our audience. I'm not sure. Can right. you, how do you reconcile I feel your existence? I feel attacked and I feel unseen. <laughs> this is not a safe space. No. Um, another thing to add to that is we're told constantly to grow when we grow up to love ourselves. We're perfect as we yes. are, yet yet but I'm supposed not, to change genders yeah, to love myself. At, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's another thing I wrote. It's like, um, oh yeah. So this say this the passage in the book advises if you haven't gone through puberty yet, the doctor might offer medicine to delay your body's changes. But wait, I thought we were perfect as we are. Yeah, I thought we, I we're should not, be my authentic no. self. But hey. I was listening to uh, Ali Bestucky and she raised this really interesting point. What kind of people in our society want certain individuals to stay mentally and physically younger because puberty blockers stop you from <gasps> developing? Pedophiles. What kind of, exactly, pedophiles. Oh so not only are we, if a child decides to go on these puberty blockers, oh. they are not only going to be medical customers for life, but they're also feeding a certain fetish oh so interesting oh i never thought about that yeah it's really horrifying oh, to think about my brain but I the fact it with acid but the fact that american girl which used to be a company that was about promote like promoted girlhood it taught girls to love their bodies and it was educational and it, it was dolls yeah but they have little books and stuff oh, as okay, well okay. and it used to be really pro girl the fact that they are now doing a 180 and trying to teach little girls that they can become boys for like why what's what's your goal here do you just want to do you just want to serve the pedo community i don't understand write to us american girl if you're not pedos yeah because it kind of seems like you are allegedly allegedly it's really gross and the person who wrote this is like a 20 year old with a septum piercing and pronouns in their bio mm. and it, it's like, are you just so miserable, chick? I don't know the name of the author, but are you just so miserable that you want to ruin everyone else's life too? Yes. You're a sick person. I'm sorry. Like, you're sick in the head. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's if you disgusting. own an American Girl doll, throw it in the frickin' fire. Yeah. Or actually mail it back to them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, apparently the book is 96 pages, and I was like, well, thank God, because no one's going to read that. Especially not a three-year-old. Yeah. So at least... I mean, maybe I'm just talking from personal experience. At that age, there's no freaking way I would read a 96-page book. Mm -hmm. Hope I hope 50 of those pages are pictures. Actually, I hope they're not. Yeah, I hope 
hope they're not. Hope they're blank pages. I hope they're frankly. blank pages. Well, and it also uh, provides a list of resources for organizations children can turn to if you don't have an adult you can trust. Uh, what is that again? What is that again when you isolate children from um, their parents? What is it again? It's grooming. Oh, yeah. It's We're brushing grooming. your hair. Yay. Right. We're Ooh. grooming again. Yeah. We're that's grooming. what that is. And I'm pretty sure we have an episode that kind of goes through that. So you guys should go back and listen to it. I don't remember which one. <laughs> one of the earlier ones. But we debunked you a Twitter thread. To all of them. Yeah. We went through a Twitter thread that talked about grooming. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's uh, really wonderful stuff. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, on that exact same note about the list of resources for if you don't have an adult you can trust, mm-hmm. your parents, pillar, I understand not all parents are good parents. That's a fact. No, it's true. It doesn't, you, you don't need a, a license to have sex and have a child. But and chances are, chances are your parent probably loves you. Chances are, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. I'm but fine to be I wrong think about that. Even the bad ones should at least be involved in the conversation. Yes, because it's still their child. They're still Legally. your. They're like, your guardian. They're, they're your, your legal guardian. Yeah. So to the fact that they're grooming these children and saying like, "Oh, you can talk to randos on the internet or in this center yep. who are probably gender non-conforming themselves and mm-hmm. have an agenda," instead of your parents, like maybe involve the parents in that conversation. Yeah. Because. We've talked about Let's this. Let's give them benefit of the doubt. Right. And we've talked about this before on the show. Par- like parents are going to be there to pick up the pieces of their kid yeah. after they go through the surgeries, after they go through the hormone replacement therapy, after they decide to detransition because, the, hey, maybe there's an underlying mental health condition that your kid has and they're not actually transgender at all. They just, I don't know, have been abused or something else is going on up there that no one really wants to address or, or fix. it's not even I mean yeah in Shania Twain's situation she was abused but maybe it's just like someone like me like I've mentioned this before oh, freaking here um, I was a bit of a tomboy yeah. at like 11 and I wore cargo pants and loose shirts and played hockey and had really short hair and I was I was confused for a boy a couple times <laughs> and if someone whispered in my ear and told me like, oh, your parents aren't supporting you, like you're really a boy, like I could have been manipulated yeah. into well, because transitioning of, of and course I'm you so could've. grateful. Your frontal lobe's not developed Exactly. Yet. And you're like, look an at impressionable me. kid. I'm a fertile woman Yeah, now. she's literally having a baby, a ba- you guys. And I love being a woman and I'm so glad that I was allowed to be a woman and play sports and have short hair and love Curtis Jones. And then, the then grow up to be a woman. Maple Leafs. Exactly. Yeah. You can do all of those things. You can you do all those things. You don't have to be... Like, that's the thing. It's I've said this before. It's so homophobic to say, like, oh, you like sports. You don't like dolls. You're a boy. No. Yeah. No. No. If I also we, like dolls. And I like both. Yeah. I liked both, too, though. Yeah. And that's the thing. But if, you don't if, even have to like dolls. Like, you can you can be totally you can be whatever masculine you want. and still be what you can be a dyke. You can be whatever kind of woman you want to be. Yeah. There, you or can't you can be put, super feminine. You can't put women in a box. Don't put us in a box. We're very dynamic creatures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, speaking of dynamic creatures, <laughs> trans activist Dylan Mulvaney defends Tampax, mm. says it's pure intention to carry tampons around. So Ugh. for those of you who don't know, Dylan Mulvaney, I mean, you know who Dylan you Mulvaney know. is. Come on. This person has spoken with Joe Biden at the White House about girlhood. They have their series of TikToks where they have their diary he being a girl. He hasn't even been a woman for a year. It's called Days of Girlhood, actually. So this person doesn't even identify oh, right. as a Sorry, woman. my bad, Dylan. They're a girl. You're a girl, um, which is not creepy. Which is not creepy Gross. for an an adult, grown, grown adult man. male. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we have a clip from this person, and we're just gonna we're just gonna play it. Just play it. 
day 271 of being a girl, or I'll say woman for this one, because <gasps> this video is for the women on Twitter who just really don't like me. Hello, ladies. Hello. We got a lot to cover, but <laughs> let's first talk tampons. I haven't talked about tampons on here lately because I don't use them. I'm a woman who doesn't have a uterus. I know this. And science was my strongest subject in high school. I was also shockingly good at math, but I digress. I just sometimes carry one in case anybody needs it. And that seems to have just set the world on fire in some pretty nasty ways. And this is a conversation that's been going on for months. I just haven't chimed in because I'm so tired of sticking up for myself over something that was so pure intentioned. But now Twitter is just ablaze. And this week, there's some women that are now coming for Tampax, and I wanted to clear the air. So I have some amazing news. Are you ready? I have never worked with Tampax before. The most that happened was they sent me a few boxes of tampons back in April, just in case I bumped into anyone, um, including yourselves, and I gave them all away. I've got a few left, and this one's really gonna blow your mind. I have never made $1 off of feminine hygiene products. So I hope that helps you sleep better at night knowing that, and no need to bring Tampax into this. But, oh, we gotta um, work through that. Honestly, I kind of agree. No, I have no issue with this person buying tampons and handing them out to girls. Yeah. Although if a, if this person was in the same bathroom as me and they were like, girl, you need a tampon, I'd be like, mm, I might be a little yeah. taken aback. Yeah. Especially with makeup like that. Yeah, now all of a sudden I feel like I'm wearing no makeup. I feel like I'm like bald uh, and naked. I know. <laughs> like I, like I just feel exposed. Thanks for that, Dylan. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, like honestly, I did think that Tampax was paying Dylan. And I do believe, like, I mean, it's kind of weird that he's like, well, don't come for Tampax. It's like, are why you would you say paid? that? But, yeah. But if I'm going to take this person at face value and assume that they're not getting paid by Tampax, okay. But Tamex has also been kind of cringe this past year. Are they the ones that did that gross? Yeah, so they have, um, they had that tweet, you're yeah. in their DMs, we're in them, we oh. are not the same, the tweet oh. read. Referencing the Tampons are inside women and are closer to those individuals than the men trying to hit on them, which is kind of gross because young girls do wear tampons. Yeah, so like it's kind of bad, bad, bad. That's it's, bad. That's, that's a bad look, That's Tampax. a really bad look. Um, but my favorite part about this Dylan Mulvaney TikTok was when this person discussed how science was their favorite subject and their best subject in school. It's like, so great, you know that you can never fully become a woman mm -hmm. if you're so good at science. Mm -hmm. Because, sorry, honey, but the science is pretty solid there. Unless something just completely changes in the next year, you're gonna be a man forever, unfortunately. Ooh, sorry. That's some fighting words. I know. I think that's illegal. I don't care, arrest me. Take her away. Take me away. Guys, she's in here. Take her away. It's just biology, though. I it's just the science. I am non-binary, so I can't be accused of transphobia. It's true. Because I, you don't even know who you're accusing. But I mean, I have a, a non-binary friend, so doesn't that make me like extremely open-minded? I'm not non-binary. I'm an amorphous blob. Well, well this shows. <laughs> this show's taking, we're a, bit, a lot of oppression points here and misunderstood. Yeah. Um, pretty interesting. I'm a misunderstood amorphous non-binary blob. Um, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> really. You're going to miss me. I'm going to miss her. Yeah. 
when she's gone. In three weeks. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Dylan, you're right. Like, it's not really that controversial. But again, no. it's annoying when people... He's just annoying. Well, yeah. And it's annoying when people in the spotlight, like Khloe Kardashian and Dylan Mulvaney, are like, oh my gosh, why do they hate me? It's like, because yeah, you because literally you're... patronize us yeah, all. Yeah, You know? And you're minimizing womanhood to tampons. We're more than just our periods, yeah. man. Although man. they suck. They do suck. And you'll never experience it. And I love how you're like, oh, it's day this of girlhood or womanhood. It's like you haven't lived a day as a woman because you've never had a period. Yeah. And you've never, you didn't go and through. And you've never been a woman. You didn't go through that awkward phase where your boobs started to grow and everyone started looking at you. Like you had your own troubles as a young boy. Yeah. And you could uh, still, yeah. and arguably those affected you in a very profound way that you now parade yourself as a woman. And we pray you get the help you need. We do. And honestly, Dylan, I have no problem with you wanting to dress like a girl or a woman and talk like a freak <laughs> and ask people to call you a girl. I have no problem with that, but you, you're not going to, you never be a woman. You're just not going to be You're a not woman. allowed to say you're that. Just, oh, not, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um. Non-binary. Yeah, Godspeed, Dylan. Godspeed. Yeah, we pray for you. We pray for you. Okay. Um, do we got anything else? I think that's, I think that's a sure. All right, that's a sure. Uh, who do you think the most annoying woman was this week? Well, who? That's a not, that's a tough one. I mean, probably I think Dylan. American Girl is the oh, most annoying. American Girl, yeah. Well, that's not a woman. But well, the author the who wrote the book is a woman. Then you win, Miss. You win. You suck. But I mean, Khloe Kardashian just is the worst. She's just so annoying. She's, they're all so annoying. They're very annoying. Dylan's super annoying, but but Dylan's not a woman, so I guess he doesn't count. Yeah. You got off this time, Dylan. You got off. You're you're lucky. <laughs> you're very lucky. Um. All right. Well, I. As we said, that's the sure. Uh, as you know, the sure airs every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Rebel News Plus. You can go to misunderstoodshow.ca to watch it there. Subscribe. It's only eight dollars per month. It's a good deal. That's like one latte from Starbucks. Yeah. And so if you're me, you always get a treat because you're fat. So <laughs> I didn't used to. It's for the baby. Um, and then on Saturdays we. Release the show for free at 2 p.m. on watchmisunderstood.com. Mm -hmm. And you can also catch it on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey. So subscribe. And share with your friends. Please. Share and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. And then did we already say that you can listen to the show for free? Anywhere. You can right. listen to the show for free anywhere, anywhere. you stream your podcast after, after we post it at 7 p.m. tomorrow. So share it with your friends. Rate us on Spotify, on Apple whatever it is, and follow us on social murder. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, but don't use TikTok. Though. No, just use your browser to watch it yeah. or something. Like, you know. follow us, but don't use it. Because mm -hmm. it's bad. Yeah. You All know right. it's illegal in China. Yeah. And it's a Chinese app. That That's interesting. It's, Anyways. Uh, oh, and buy our merch. Buy our merch. Misunderstood merch. Use code misunderstood10 for 10% off. Or if or, you only want to buy unisex shirts, put three in your cart. Use code Christmas at checkout, and you get one of those three shirts for free. Free. Has to be a unisex shirt. And it has to be in your cart. Yes. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Rumors.